It's time for provocative and entertaining discussions. For real talk and dope conversation. I've been waiting for this all day. The Talk My Credo Podcast. Get ready for the Talk My Credo Podcast. Now, here's your host, Dante Credo. Yeah, it's been a very interesting weekend. It's been a very interesting weekend. Um, and let's let's just talk about what I guess people are expecting us to talk about. But first of all, what is up, everybody? We are back in this thing. Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo Podcast. I'm your boy Dante here with my fam in the building. Asun Naru is here. P. Shaw is here. KT is here. KT, we're going to start ladies first. What's going on, girl? How was your weekend? Um, it was busy. Busy? Yeah. Oh, uh, you was busy. hosting that Super Bowl party? Um, I was cooking, yeah. <laughs> um, so you was cooking for the Super Bowl party? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. So we didn't get an invite? You ain't let us know? It could have been a road trip. <laughs> it wasn't nothing big. <laughs> it was just, it really just wasn't you and the booth? Just say, just say it was you and the boo. Me and the boo no, watched the Super Bowl. It was definitely not me and the boo. Um, it was just family. Just family. Mm-hmm. So, so we're not family. That's what she said, Peace, y'all. All right. All right. That's, that's, what, that's, that's what I heard. Uh huh. That's what she said. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, Peace, y'all. What's going on, man? What's good with you? Look, my back still hurt. You know, I'm. I, I'm I'm gonna go get checked this week though, cause this this, this ridiculous. Um, I, I was about know, to say that, like I need you to go get checked, get yeah, checked. Of, <laughs> of 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 course, you know it it could. My mom, my mom was like, "Yo, you you might have a bulging disc, and they could come from stress this or not getting enough rest." I was like, "I know I'm getting old, but I ain't that old." So like when I gotta muster up the energy, I do it. But when I lay down, um, my daughter she was trying to put the elbow therapy to it. So I was like, "All right, simp, hit the spot." She hit the spot, but she hit it too hard. I said, "Oh." Uh-oh. I said y'all gonna have that in the wheelchair. Best around with y'all. Y'all got me feeling oh, feeling like I can't even move. But it felt good. And you know how you know that hurt so good feeling? You like, I ain't hurt, but don't stop. You know, that so that's about how it was. But right now, mm-mm. If I ain't gotta do it, I don't wanna do it. So I, I got a back I got two pillows behind me right now. Oh wow. Yeah. Pl- please go go see about that. See about yeah. that. Yeah. That's <laughs> see about that. Nas. What's going on, my guy? I'm gonna need to find out where you got that jacket from. I'm I'm a swagger jack like a motherfucker. I'm a I'm a, I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm gonna find that jacket. I'm gonna get one for myself. I'm sorry. What's I, up? What's I, up? I, what's going on, man? How you feeling? I appreciate it. Um, I, I'll move fast. Uh, KT, that's messed up because your boo can actually be your family if you, you know, take someone seriously and be in a committed relationship. I'll say that. And then to the holy version of uh, Cat Williams over there. Man, you got six kids. They should be picking your ass up and take you to the hospital, man. What's wrong with you, <laughs> man? Right here. Utilize your children, man. What's wrong with you, man? Those, those tax write-offs, man. You better go ahead and utilize them, kids, man. That's right. That's right. Now, um, I'm going to say this real fast. This is to the internet, okay? Dante, I don't know. He, 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 I told you, he's an introvert that loves to debate online like that. Like, he lives for that. Like, he lives for that. He loves his wife. He loves his children. He loves talking to conservatives and liberals and white black people that say wrong things to him. That's just what he likes to do. I clap back. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell y'all something. 
I care less if people disagree with me. It actually makes me feel stronger because I know that people are not paying attention to what I am saying. When we do mm-hmm. clips, I want people to do two things. Either you listen to the full episode of the Talk About Credo podcast, which I would love for you to do, or break down the segment, right? Because when I see people in these comments saying that I am comparing pimps to cross-dressers, I'm not comparing nobody. I'm basically telling you that these are two images that in a society, in our society, may not look as if they are the most positive influence in our society. Right. That is what I said. Not, oh, cross-dressing and pimps is, is the same thing. I didn't say that. What I'm saying is, if you're going to make have an attitude about Jamie Foxx, Martin Lawrence, Nick Cannon, yada, 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 cross-dressing, which is your opinion. I'm not here to disrespect that or agree or disagree, anything like that. That's what you want to say. What I'm saying to you is, what made you think that America, which means white America, was going to allow someone who portrays themselves, cosplays themselves as a pimp to be on national television? See, it's one thing to say, I'm Cat Williams, and I just so happen to do this whole pimp thing that is funny, the same way Tyler Perry just so happens to cross-dress and play Medea. But he wants to come off and say, I am a pimp named Cat Williams. They're not going to allow that. Why you think Kevin Hart just waltzed his short ass right on in, and he took his and he took Cat Williams' place? Same height, just talked about family and love and made it funny, and America said, we going with him. Just want to put that out there, man. What I say, because today, when I give you all these facts and knowledge, I'm about to give you with Monique and the Super Bowl and all that. All I want you to do is acknowledge what I bring to the table. Let's talk that credo. Here is, and just the the the, the um, benediction to that, and I'm just going to go ahead and say what he like. Nas is so eloquent and he's so professional. I need to work on that. Honestly, y'all stupid. Y'all don't like <laughs> to think. Y'all don't like to understand the concept of things. The point that was being made, because it was one of the ones, I don't want to say viral, but it picked up a lot, a lot of traffic. We got, um, I, I don't remember the views, but I have to go look. But it got a lot of engagement, a, a lot of debate going on on that particular post. And the point was, if one image is negative towards the community, we got to think about all the other negative in- images that's also affecting the community. This being a pimp, I will extend it further with all the glorification of drug dealers, how we glorify and uplift the image of drug dealers. It's the same thing if the emasculation of the black man when Hollywood wants to put us in dresses is a thing, looking at and glorifying, uplifting the images of pimps is a thing, or at least it should be, the same way we're uplifting and glorifying the images of like drug dealers in our community is a thing, or at least it should be, just need y'all to think. Like, we're not making one-to-one parallels. And and normally, when people disagree, and I get into discourse with, with people, if you disagree, then I just try to get a bit more out of you as far as, well, why, why so? Why do you feel that way? And with a couple of people, we had some great back and forth, some great discord. But if you come off just being straight disrespectful, then I'm just going to disrespect you. That's just 
you know, I, I'm still working on Lord still working on me. Right. I haven't quite gotten that Michelle Obama when they go low, we go high type thing. I mm-hmm. when they go low, I go to hell, <laughs> then I dig a hole. You know, and, and you know, it's just that's me. No, so you do good. No, you no, bro, you do well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like uh one of the um one of the comments you was back and forth. Why well, I ain't saying back and forth, it's just that it's a reply, it's a rebuttal, it's a reply, it's a rebuttal. Yes. It was great. Now, I just came in and said this one thing. No one made the comment back because, to, in my opinion, I know I just I shut this person down. It's, yep. yo, my man, calm it down because you're already taking a bad take based on the small clip that you're watching. It's not a comparison. This is, this is an addition to – this is a list of people in the community that people in the community may find not so cool. That's all. That's all. Yep. Now, young people, yeah, like, listen – as far as sensuality goes, we're not here talking about people that do cross-dressing. That's a, that's a choice. That's what people want to do. We're not here to, to, to clown at anything. We're just saying that, okay, if our mayor was a cross-dresser, would we vote for him? Realistically, it would be no. Because society hasn't, they haven't put themselves in that, in that place where, yo, man, you cross-dress, it's all good, yo, it's whatever. We haven't got there yet. Let's just be honest. We're not there yet. We're just not, not there, there yet. yet. You know what I'm saying? But- and, and then pimps, yeah, okay. You know what's up. Like, listen, I love hustle and flow. Like, I love, like, listen, Magic Bishop, Don Wiley, we know what's up. But at the same time, think about, like, what you just said about drug dealers. I can sell drugs no problem, right? I'm from Newark. I'm, I'm, I'm in a poor, a poor city, supposedly. But I didn't come from the projects where my mom and father was, I, was unknown. And, like, I didn't come from nothing, nothing. There's some people that had to sell drugs because they came from nothing. You know what I mean? And, and that's the choice. that That's the only choice they had. Unfortunately for me, I had two parents with two incomes. I don't have to go that route. But I'm going to be realistic and know who I am and how, I'm, how, how I have to move out here in this world. I just wish that people that are in these comments are doing the same thing. Yo, please. That's all I ask. That's what I ask. Because I'm, I'm a different species. Yes. So once you disrespect me, I'm going to find out where you at. I'm going to DM you, ask you questions. Like, what's your address? I got a car. I'll drive right to you. Ohio, whip that ass. That's me. Basically. Basically. And now... That's Instagram. Instagram, I, I have been a bit more graceful. Instagram on TikTok, I don't care. I don't care. TikTok, I've been bombing on niggas. I ain't even gonna hold you. Um, but you know, we we do appreciate the engagement, and I'm I'm trying to get myself in the mindset where you know I don't need to respond to every idiot that wants to leave an idiotic comment, especially on TikTok, um, because yeah, it's it's hilarious. On TikTok, I just responded to an idiot just now that wanted to respond with blatant racism, and it's like, like, I'm just not gonna let that go. I'm not gonna let that go. Nah, I'm bombing on you niggas. All right. Anyway, 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 we thank y'all for the engagement. Y'all be sure to like, like, share, comment, subscribe. I'm still working on getting to YouTube. I'm not quite there with the YouTube stuff yet, but as far as social media, I've been doing really good um, because you know I, I figured out um, just a schedule for me to kind of get it all done, make a batch of clips, and then just put it out throughout the, the days. And so I'm, I'm doing really good. Nas basically told me, um, get on your shit, nigga. And I've been getting on my shit. All right. So, <laughs> but it's, it's been a crazy weekend. It's been the Super Bowl. Um, 
let's let's start with the Super Bowl for for those who are uh, interested in knowing our takes on the Super Bowl. Um, I really didn't have. That's where I was getting ready to go. Apologize because (laughs) that light skinned brother. (laughs) But who are you playing against? Think about what y'all saying. So let's talk football. Look, first off, first off, I didn't even watch the Super Bowl. Didn't. I watched the last eight minutes, which was probably the most exciting from what I hear. Um, I, my back was hurting. I was asleep. So, <laughs> so we comparing uh, uh, y- y'all saying you that, saying so apologize. Old, bro. You sound look, so look, old, man. Look, look, look y- y'all saying apologize. You know, congratulations to Kansas City. You look, I'm not a 49er fans, but I'm everything Carolina. So, shout out to Tyshawn, a.k.a. Debo, uh, who is from the upstate area. Who was really a, a phenomenal basketball player? Shout out to him and his family. But look, he wasn't playing against a dark skinned quarterback, so whatever. <laughs> I mean, I, my, my takes is what I, is, I say. What I say, do what you want to do, say what you want to say, come at me. But whatever, no. Uh, congratulations <laughs> to Kansas City Chiefs. So my take on that is, um, you know, I told them jokers as soon as they gave the ball back to Kansas City, I said if y'all go to overtime, y'all will lose. I know football. They said, no, 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 no. I said, okay, I'm going to work. I didn't even watch the rest of it. I just watched to the fourth quarter. When they went overtime, I said, Kansas City going to win. You should never let them do it. Now, let me give credit when credit's due. That's like having a chance, LeBron, to beat Steph Curry in regulation, and then you go to overtime thinking you're going to beat him. No, that's not going to happen. First off, this credit, this credit since we doing that, that barrier, I never, ever – would be in a position to um, beat Steph Curry or any light-skinned brother and think I'm going to go to overtime and do it. No, you got to get them while the sun out. You got to get them. You got to get them while that red can get on them. You got to get them while they can get sunburned. Because when it's you dark out, we got them. The out. Are, are, are they you vampires? Are you saying they're vampires You got to get them while the sun. You got to you you get, get them while the heat is on them. You got to get them while the heat is on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, in general. So so while the heat is on them, they should they should have kept their foot on Kansas City neck, but they they, they left the door open. So they literally did, did a Bruno Mars and uh, and and Anderson Pack and left the door open for him. Left the door so, open. <laughs> left the door open. What we need yeah, but to it, do, but, but good game though. Good game. My my highlight was the um was halftime show, but um but I'll get on to that later because I had to YouTube that because I didn't once again I didn't watch Super Bowl. But um, yeah. Yo, we what we need to do, Dante? At, um, when you do the the edits, we need oh. to bring that clip of P. Shaw. Lambasting light skinned people, saying that, yeah, you got it. Like while, while, like while he's talking and saying what he's just saying, like it got to be some way we could just segue into that and then come back out <laughs> into real time on this episode. But um, bro, I just listen. Say it with me. Say it with me, bro. Just want I just want you to say it with me. You don't gotta say it with me. Say say it after I say it. You don't gotta say it right now. You can say it in your sleep. The greatest black quarterback in NFL history. Just so happens to be light skin. Say it. Mm, 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 that's tough. <laughs> Say it. That's tough. The greatest quarterback in history is white. So what we doing? No, no, no. See, he, he, see, see what he just did. What did I just say? Dante? I said the greatest. You said I deflected. Yeah, you said I deflected. Yep. The greatest cool. black quarterback. I didn't say nothing about the the greatest black American quarterback. Uh huh. Just so happens to be light skin. Light skin. Well, you since you said it like that, the greatest black quarterback just happened to be mixed. Come on now, come up with something else. 
Come on, man. Just because he's mulatto, that definitely makes him light skin. Like he has he no other choice but to be light skin. He's privileged. Right? He's privileged. He's, he's, been, he's been on there. He's privileged. Hey, listen, man. his father. His father used to be be a baseball, uh, be a pitcher for the Mets. So yeah, I guess he is privileged in, in a sense like that. Um, yeah. only thing I can say about the Super Bowl, um, listen, this is to the legacy of Patrick Mahomes on a late night flight Instagram. At the Late Night Flight Podcast, I used to do these top 10s. I should bring them back out maybe in another two months or something. But I did these top 10s. And I did one with quarterbacks. My thing about my top 10s, what I like to do is, I ain't saying I'm causing controversy, but I try to create a talking point. For instance, I did top 10 uh, R&B singers, women, female R&B singers. I put Beyonce number four, Rihanna three. I got a lot of women mad as hell at me about that. But I was just trying to give the take of, well, I love Beyonce. She is the queen and all that good stuff. But Rihanna been making better music, in my opinion. And she's been selling more records off her album. This is just facts. Now, don't get me wrong. If I had a $100,000 budget and I had to put one or the other in the studio, I'm going to put Beyonce in there first. I'm just making the point that Rihanna been making better music. Now, with the top 10 quarterbacks, I put Tom Brady number two. Put Patrick Mahomes number one. And I did that off a of projection. The man in the last six years, this is what he's done. And mind you, because he's, he's been in the league for seven years. His rookie year, he was on the bench. Andy Reid already told people on ESPN, listen, man, my, my, he's my son. He's my new son, Patrick Mahomes. You, you heard of him? Yeah, we're going to get Alex Smith up out of here. And we listen, trust, trust what happens. In six years, this is what this man did. AFC Championship, Super Bowl appearance. AFC Championship, no matter of fact, Super Bowl won that. AFC Championship, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man, just shout out to the greatest light-skinned uh, football athletic player in history, all right? Patrick Mahomes, he liked that, man. He is like that. He is the future of the NFL. And Lamar Jackson, this is your fault. I blame you because all you had to do was take your ass to the Seattle Seahawks let them pay you the same money that Baltimore was going to pay you, and you could have been in the Super Bowl at best, and it had really been colorism. It had been a colorism bowl every year because it had been Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes, and that's what we would have got for the last, I don't know, four or five years or whatever. They don't say it had been well, last. It'd, yeah, it had been like this for at least the next four or five years. KT, did you watch the Super Bowl? What you thought about it? I did watch the Super Bowl, but... um. The first half was kind of boring. Uh, it picked up in the second half. Um, but, I mean, the halftime show, eh, a little questionable, if you ask me. Um, oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, oh, I wasn't spice. impressed. I've seen Usher do a whole lot better performances. And um, I just, you know... Maybe they hyped it up too much. I don't know. But it just wasn't. It, it left a lot to be desired, if you ask me. No, right. no. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry, Dante. I need more explanation than that. No, no. Not from Amatumwe. Hold on. This is our music expert over here. What do you mean a lot to left to be desired? What's, talk to us about that. It, yeah, give well, us some intake on that. I like this. <laughs> okay. So the opening song caught up. I was like, okay. Cool. But the visual was not gelling for me. Like, 
usually they have like later on in the show it got a little bit better as far as the visuals but in the first the first few minutes of the show just the dancers and everything everything it was kind of like chaos it wasn't together for me and i just was like it's what vegas is baby going on? why is this lady in hot pink while everybody else is <laughs> it was just not gelling for me it just wasn't it cohesive just didn't have that wow factor to me and even uh you know, and, and Usher's getting older, you know, he's 45 now, you know, not that he's not still a great performer, but some of the moves, I was like, Usher, <laughs> you've been doing the moves for like 20 years, nigga, like, what? <laughs> reinvent yourself. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just wasn't, I, I don't know, it just didn't, wasn't quite there. For me, I'll, I'll give my quick little uh, Super Bowl take. First of all, uh, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I Patrick Holmes is like that. He's like that. He's like that. Uh, I, I really didn't have a dog in the race, but I was rooting for him. Like, I just want him to win. Uh, watching the game. Yes, very slow. It, it was a defensive first half. It was it was San Francisco's mm-hmm. game. They, they, they were it playing was. their, their game. game to lose and they um, did lose it. Yep. Now, here's the funny thing. Throughout the commentary, throughout the game, they were basically saying, like, almost as it was inevitable. Like, once Patrick Mahomes gets going, once he gets going, he's going to get going. Wait until he gets going. They kept making, you know, comments like that because it almost was like, hey, it's going to happen. Just wait. The second half came, specifically that fourth quarter, and... That's just, you know, it's it's that championship DNA. Like, we know what to do. We've been here before. Now it's time type of thing. And Mahomes did what he did. And shout out to them. I want to pivot. Yeah, I want to pivot before we get to the halftime show and we talk about Ursha, baby. Um, I got to talk about, I got to talk to my conservatives for for a second. Okay, Let, let, let let, let me talk to my white conservatives here. Let me talk to my white conservatives. Cry me a river. Cry me a river. We did this last year. I felt like I was in a time machine because last year we talked about this. I feel like I can just take this segment and just overlap it with what we did at last year's Super Bowl. The way y'all tried to lose your minds because the national black anthem, aka lift every voice and sing, was sung before you know the Super Bowl ceremony and everything started. I need y'all to, I want to say what I really want to say, but just shush, okay? Shut the fuck up, all right? You know, that's just all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say, because here's the thing. The the thing when it comes to you white conservatives, it's it's just white people are just, oh my God, you have to be centered on everything. And the moment where you are not the center, you lose your minds. And it's it's becoming annoying. At first, I, we would just laugh at y'all. We, we, we laugh at y'all. But now it's just becoming annoying because it's like, really, again, like y'all doing the same thing again? Didn't we do this last year? Like y'all had no idea that the national black anthem that we call it even existed until last year. 
thus with this immature, childish response of you. Well, why is it called the Black National Anthem? That's divisive. We only have one national anthem, and that's for everybody. That's include all Americans. This is so disgraceful, and it segregates and separates, and oh my God, this is racist. It's like, yo, the... Lift every voice and sing. I, I'm not going to give a history lesson because we did this last year. But I just want to highlight just how stupid you people are and how idiotic you guys can be to actually sit here and run with this, this quote-unquote reverse racism rhetoric. Because we just look at your own history and you will understand why Lift Every Voice and Sing exists and why it has existed and why we have been singing it as a family and culture for generations just because you guys come into discovery of it, now you want to act like you have something to say about it. You only have 365 days of knowledge on Lift Every Voice and Sing. You don't get to talk to us about anything. The same way y'all didn't come into the topic and the conversation of race in America until Barack Obama came into office in 2008. You only have, what's, what's that, 16 years? How long is it? 16 years? 15 years or so of experience when it comes to talking about race. You can't talk to us about anything when it comes to black anything. And the fact that y'all want to say, well, this is divisive. Tell me when were we united enough to where we can have this civil discussion, but we can't because y'all want to be stupid. The moment you're not centered on anything, you go crazy about everything and it's becoming annoying. Grow up, grow up, educate yourselves and until then shut the fuck up See, all right the, pro the problem with all that not you what you yes. said is 100 million, million percent correct and I, I hate to use my man because I, I i i really love what he's doing right now with cam and mace but white america is oj simpson it's hey listen and i and no, oj much love for you I'm, i gotta keep it real so think about this white america Lift every voice and sing like most black things that we that we create and we want to make sure it's a part of America is offset because your music, your flag, your credo, if you want to use that term, is also linked to genocide to people that look like us. That's the issue. It's not that it's divisive. It's the fact that you hung us. And now you want us to shake your hand and do the and do the the shucking and jiving. Yo, you have to respect the fact that the NFL, like the NBA, 70% of the players are black American. And based on a lot of the BS that been happening in the last 10 years, yeah, they're gonna do lift every voice and sing because the players have made sure that Roger Goodell and the owners put that together. And listen, your owners that look like you, the white people. They don't care. They like, yo, man, go ahead, man. These these my guys. So I want you to have that same attitude. I, I just want you to have that same attitude. You know what I mean? Have that attitude. That's all I that's all I can say to that. It's just that it's it's like I say, it's annoying. It's a it's annoying how you how y'all pedal ignorance. It's ignorance. You don't know anything about it, but yet you want to be in the room and give your opinion. No, sit down. It's okay. It's okay, but again, we see what happens when you are not the focus, when your history, again, this isn't divisive. This is literally the other side of the coin. That's it. 
But they, Wait, and, you think- they don't want to look at it. They don't, they don't want to look at America like that, like the other side of the coin. Hey, we yes. all want it to be one coin. But again, genocide, racism, this is what creates Hollywood and then black Hollywood. That's what yeah. happens. That's what happens. You got to put black in front of things just to let you know this is our thing. We didn't have mm-hmm. to do that. But when you hung us, and yes. you, you'll say you don't want to give us reparations and you make us second class citizens and you let Booker T. Washington tell us we should be second class citizens. This is what happens. Yes. So it's like, yeah, we, we would love for the Star Spangled Banner is everybody's anthem. Sure. It's just the fact that when it was written and adopted, we were still considered property. It's the fact that y'all had to remove a whole verse from it because it was talking about your treatment and glorifying the the deaths of slaves when they were trying to fight for freedom. I, it's it's just simple things like just just shh. That's all. Just shh, shh. white conservatives. Shh. Chill out. Just just chill. All right. All right. I'm, I'm done with my political take. All right. Let's talk about Ursha, baby. Ursha Raymond. Listen, KT said that Super Bowl performance was mid. That's basically and- what she said. Mm. Alicia Keys, oh. she sounded like she did not warm up before she got on stage. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm a Come on now. Come on. She sounded like the first oh, note on. was all kinds of wrong. I'm sorry. It was. The first it was three notes. And you know what? You know, I understand, you know, sometimes singers have days that are not so great. So I understand that. But, um, yeah, it just sounded like she didn't warm up before going on maybe, stage. Maybe she woke up on the wrong side of the beat pad, man. Beat, you know what I'm saying? Swissy, <laughs> come on, man, relax, man. It's not that serious. Hey, yo, I listen. mean, look, look, let, let me give my quick take, you know what I'm saying? If I may, uh-huh. I, I, uh, I have to disagree with KT. I actually thought this was very good. It's, it's the, it was Las Vegas themed. That's why you've seen all these different type of characters, it's based as a Las Vegas strip type of thing. Uh, that's why you got like the Flamingo girl and you got some funny looking pimp guy and they all dancing around. This is Vegas, baby. Um, okay. Now, now I think from choreography standpoint, yo, this is, I mean, not the show. I'm just talking about Usher doing what he did. This was top four in my, yo, listen. He worked. Now the skating worked. thing was dope, though. That's what I'm saying. He worked the field. He worked the field. Then he put the skates on. He yo. He it was very Atlanta. I like what was going on. Um, I kind of want to put this in my top five all time or maybe six because I think it's better than the hip hop the L A tribute. Um, the I one agree. Trey Snoop Eminem. I I just hated that yeah. that Barbie RV bus like that thing killed me. I hated that. Like I really disliked that. It's the Super Bowl. Things should be larger than life. That 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 truck, that RV Barbie bus that he used, that's supposed to be from one end zone to the other end zone. And that's supposed to be the stage, in my personal opinion. Jay-Z yes. messed up on that one. That's just my personal opinion on that. But I would say this could be number five. I would say number four could be the Beyonce Coldplay Bruno Mars mashup. And for those who do not know, I think Beyonce had the greatest segment in Super Bowl halftime history when that for that formation. Oh my for mm-hmm. yo, yeah, that was dope. that's why I'm rocking this right now. Like I'm I'm yo, listen. Yeah. Last week, y'all try to catch me slipping on this black American stuff. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that thing. <laughs> we ain't doing listen. That's number four. Number three, 
gonna have to say Michael Jackson. I still think I think yo, Mike, 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 what he did in the early 90s was, was ridiculous. I loved it. Um, number two, listen, man, Prince in the Rain mm. was fire. All it right. Was magical. Like it just it oh, couldn't have happened no better than that. What? Right. But the number one performance, in my opinion, I don't care what it, it was so good. We had to sit and, and watch a blackout from the uh Baltimore Ravens San Francisco game because this lady then shut all the power. And that was be yo, Beyonce, my God, 2013. I will never forget that year. Listen, Beyonce, I mean, she yo, she ripped it. Like that was the greatest. Like the greatest of all. I've never, yo. That shit was better than any Grammy performance I saw. American Music Award, like that thing was, yo. Beyonce came out with an image that looked like her. She's standing with the elevator, you know, she going up on the elevator. And then all you see is a larger, a larger version of her with the smoke. Like, yo, go back and watch that. That, that. That's the greatest performance I've ever seen in my life. And Rihanna still make more money than her. Anyway, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Usher's performance was um was really good. I don't want to say it's great, but I do think it's it's top ten all time. I think it's better than uh, no disrespect because I got I almost got beat up for this yesterday. Uh, shout out to the Jabba Tears Network. I was with these guys and girls. Uh, they are wrestling podcast. They had a Super Bowl yep. party. They invited me, and um, I, all I said was I said was this halftime show better than last year's? And the women got up. Hey 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 hey, Miss hey yo hey hey yo hey dog, don't do that. <laughs> You know she was pregnant. Don't do that. I'm like, yo, I wasn't even, I wasn't even doing it because she, you know, she was pregnant. I was just asking, is it better than last year's? They, hey, 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 it, it is. Yeah, don't you? It do, is. It, 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 I thought it was too. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah man, I, I thought it was a pretty good performance. Can't wait to talk about the album, Dante. What you thought about the performance, though? Listen, I, I, I have to piggyback there. I thought it was a really good performance. Uh, one of the better ones I've seen and can remember in recent memory um, because I honestly, th this, the theme was, I felt like this was an extension of his residency. You know, so he just finished mm -hmm. his Las Vegas res residency for two years and it just felt like that. It just felt like, you know, this is what he was doing in Las Vegas. Um, and it, it just made sense to continue that theme for the Super Bowl. Uh, he hit all the songs you expected him to hit. Uh, he played dang just about everything. Started off with called up and went to superstar. You know that that kind of got new life from his uh, mm -hmm. Tiny Dex performance. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that segment with Alicia Keys was okay. She got off on three wrong foots, but uh <laughs> now, hold on, hold on, hold on. That that cape, the cape was fire though. Well, of course. Now, aesthetically, yeah. aesthetically, mm -hmm. it was fire. Like yeah. Alicia Keys, the, the cape was I, dope, and her um her outfit was dope. Yeah, I'm not even gonna hold you. It was I missing Kiki Palmer though. I feel I, as though it would have been really good if Kiki Palmer wore the same outfit that her baby father got mad about in the first place and was just on stage the whole time. I, I, I kind of, I was asking for that. I was actually, you no, know I'm not even gonna lie. My boy P. Shaw not here. I was praying for that. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Uh, now, P. Shaw, he has some, some connection issues, but he's like, uh, 
talking in our group chat right now. And he agrees. He said he he was also expecting or missing Kiki. But I, I'll just say this about Alicia. Now, if you put it on mute, right, at least for the first 20 <laughs> seconds, 27 seconds, you know, it, it took me back to 2002, you know, that, that Alicia Keys. I was like, good God, Alicia, you look amazing. Uh, but yeah, those first, that first little riff, I was like, mm -mm, get it together. It, it, it sounded like you rolled out of bed and it was like, oh yeah, let me go put this on mm -hmm. and then let me go. But other than that, everything was great. Well, once she got in, in the groove, everything was great. Uh, I like that piano well, one, one, though. I'm yeah, sorry. Everything I have was to fire. point out the red piano. It was fire. It was, mm -hmm. it was really, it was really good. Now, one thing I was scratching my head about was, uh, Jermaine Dupree coming out there looking like he represents them, the lollipop gear. Them ruffled, them ruffled. <laughs> don't do that. Them ruffled. Don't do that. Don't do them that. church socks that my mom used looking, to put on yeah, he when like I was, he was a little girl villain. with the ruffles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is um, going on with his socks right now? I don't know do what he was doing, but he did like, we represent... <laughs> You better not. You, you, you watch it. All I'm going to say about this, you got you to say it respectfully because it's a short person, but we got to show some love. Listen, uh, Mr. Dupree. Oh, God. Mr. Uh -huh. Dupree. Mr. Jackson. Listen, hear me out. If you're already short, do not wear things that's going to make you look even shorter. That's all I'm going to say. That, that's all. That's all that, I'm going to say. That's all. Well, here, here's the thing. Wearing shorts and, and tuxedo blazers is, is that's not, that's not a thing, dog. And that's, ruffle that's socks. That's not a thing. Shorts, tuxedo blazers, and ruffle socks. Like, you look like you was, like, I, I, I don't even know. He Straight out of Willie Wonka. Straight out of Willie He looked like he being a little Nas X DMs, but y'all can continue, though. Listen, <laughs> listen. Saucy Santana's, too. Because Usher's so, little, I, too, you know. Usher is not tall. Well, see, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Like, we 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 say this uh, about women, but we also need to extend this to men as well, because whatever it is that you inspire to wear, because it looks good on the model that you see, doesn't mean it's going to look good on you. That's all I'm saying. Is you have to understand who you are to wear. Hey. This looks nice, but if I wear this, will it look the same? And if you have to question and be honest with yourself and be like, it won't look the same, then don't do it. So Jermaine Dupree came out there looking like he was one of the Wicked Witch of the West's little minions came out there. It was it was it, it was unnecessary. What was also that I felt like was shortchanged a little bit. I felt like her should have did a little bit more. I mean, she came out, she killed it. She killed it. Oh yeah, she killed it on the guitar. She 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 was doing her thing. I just felt like she mm -hmm. just a little bit more. Just give me about ten more seconds and let her just do her thing. But uh, shout out to her. You know, really dope performance. Came out there. She did. She did her thing. Very talented lady. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, that, that was it. And then you know, it closed out with you know with yeah. You know, mm. <laughs> yeah. I knew it. he was gonna close with that because yes, Love he it. was. I I knew Luda and uh, Little John was gonna be there, so I was like, oh, he gonna close with that one. Oh yeah, 
great. Yes. Ludacris came back with the fro. Oh, it was with amazing. Yes. Yeah, he brought the fro back. Yeah. I, I think yes should be the new national anthem. I think everybody can get with the whole part yeah. of in the club with my homies. Like we all we all yep. been there. We all been there. <laughs> yep. All of the Americans have been there. All right. That should be the new national anthem. Um, Dante, I don't know if are, are we pivoting to the album because I, I wanted to to try to throw some business thing in there to give yes. I want to give uh Usher some points. Yo, so for those who do not know on a business realm, you do not get paid to do the Super Bowl halftime show. This right. is this is big time promotion. And what I love about Usher, in the, like as you see, as you can tell, I, I'm not saying one negative thing about Usher at all. Like Usher's getting all my respect. He deserves it. He earns it. He earned it. Your album come out Friday. You perform where you know 20 million people gonna be watching this game. Sunday. I love it. I love it because now people are going to be downloading this new album, which we're about to talk about. And also they're going to stream all the old school music of Usher, man. Mm -hmm. It's going to, it's a good payday for Usher, man. It's a good day to be a Raymond. I'll tell you that right now. I I don't know. It just seems like, okay, I'm I'm about to show my age. It was like the A team. I, I forgot the guy's name. It was like I love it when the plan comes together. This all seemed like yeah, that's the one, leader. But I don't know his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like one big plan, and it all just fell perfectly into place, perfectly into place. So it was like right now mm-hmm. the the Archer <laughs> Estate is, I mean, you can't do it any better than how he did it, and I, I just thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. So pivoting there. He also released an album the fr- this past Friday, and let's talk about this album. Uh, we'll start with the lady. Have you listened to Ursha's new album? <laughs> I can't take this lady, yo. I, I can't, I bro. Cause You're supposed to be the music aficionado. I haven't had time to listen to it. Okay. I haven't. Here's what helps me sometimes. If there's things that I that I may need to check out, like say Monique's interview, right? We'll mm-hmm. talk about that in a minute. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, "Hey, baby, come here. Let's let's sit down and chill." You know. So now I'm killing two birds with one stone. QT right. with QT with the baby. You know what I'm saying? And then I can do you know get you know work work on the job you know type of thing you know work research type of thing you know. That should be a new uh, thing for you, bro. Like you should you should be uh. Now, I don't want to say giving advice, but but we should have these 10-minute conversations of how you're keeping your marriage alive and well and thriving. Like I, We need to hear that more. Honestly, for me, I need to hear yeah. that because I, I need a woman in my life um, because I want people to know because, because I'm short, I'm not a bachelor. I'm just single, okay? <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunate truth. I'm not a bachelor. I'm just single. And and, and I, I need a woman in my life. And when you say things like that, bro, I just be like, damn, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I'm actually happy that I'm not married, but I'm jealous that you're in a good marriage. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's just what it is. I'm sorry. It's yes. Yes. And it, it takes a lot of work, but it's just different things like that. It's, it's understanding the basic fundamentals of what a woman would need, just quality time, security, that type of stuff. Right. When they when they talk and rant about the day, actually listen to them. You know, the stuff like that. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. You know, like that. actually listen, you know. Uh, but but yeah, so KT, D 
did not what did you hear any part of of the album i did not did not Yo, all right no no dante you know what you're gonna be doing with her you need to have a private group chat with kt and you need to give her assignments four days before the podcast all right you're gonna have to do that with her you're gonna have to you can't just pop up and be like hey we're gonna yeah, talk about you can't give me the same day because a lot of times uh during my work day I can't stop and do any of that stuff or look at any of that stuff because it's so busy. I'm on the phones. So I'm taking call after call after call after call. Well, I mean, and I, then I, when I, I get I, off, yeah. I got to go get my niece. Mm-hmm. Then I got to cook. <laughs> and then by the time I'm done with that, here I am right here at the podcast. So Dante, Dante yeah. sounds like someone could have been listening to the Usher uh, music while they was cooking, while they was driving. They could have been watching the Monique interview. Why they was or, or or at least listening to it, you know, it, but, to it. because I understand because I understand God knows I do. God knows I do. But th- that's that's how I'm able to kind of get things in that I think we may need to listen to. So it's like while I'm driving to work, I'll just play it. You know, I'm not necessarily watching the Bonic interview, but I'll have it on while I'm driving. Like it's a 30 minute drive for me to work. So two and back. All right. That's an hour, even though it's about three hours. But. Just different things like that. All right. Um, now, I did uh, see part of the Monique interview. I didn't see the whole yeah. thing, but I did see that. Yeah, that, that thing was three, three hours. Three hours. Yeah, I didn't see every long. last second of it, but I, I saw um, probably about 70% of it. Um, but, you know, that. But I, I also try to do a, a better job of uh, at least getting everybody right, heads up. You know, but I, I made the mistake of assuming, like, okay, this happened. I, I know they at least checked it out, that type of thing. And I'm also I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get everyone, you know, at least a little featured segment type of thing. Uh, you know, we have the conversation. I love the flow of how things are going now, uh, where it's not so much of, you know, Fox One news panel type of thing. Uh, you know, we just kind of chill and have our conversations. Some feedback that I've getting, they, they like it. Um but I also want to find some some way that I can feature everybody, like with their thing, their segment, I, and whatever that may be. But we're we gonna work on that. We're gonna work on that. All right. So so let's talk about this album, Nas. All right. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and go first. I'll, I'll go ahead and go first. Okay. Because cool. because I, I want you to do your thing, and then I want you to to in classic late night flight fashion. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, yo, it's coming. I can't wait for it. <laughs> So we're going to do that. So I listened to it. I listened to it twice, twice on a run through. Um, And I feel like one, and this not, not necessarily a knock on Usher, but I feel like this album, it felt a little Drake-ish to me. And I say that because it was more of quantity over quality, if you will. There was a lot of songs that I felt like it was, it was cool. Like, "Ah, it's cool. This ain't like the Usher that I, that I know. This isn't like, confessions usher type of thing a lot of cool songs a lot of fun songs like the one with burner boy i thought there was uh was a cool song um he did a lot of um sampling a lot of flips of older music that you know the the a-town girl uh was like all right that's that's cool you know it's 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 cool uh it was only made about two or three that was like i he, like he's in his bag like um <laughs> like he in his bag right now i think uh i for, think it's like um you ruined me i forgot the actual name of that track but i was like all right he in his bag right now he in the toxic bag right now but i say that with the collection of songs 
on this album. Now I understood because I was a little confused of why his single was good, good. Because I was like, really? That that's your single? But all right, I get it. But over, overall, I thought it was solid. It wasn't solid. It, I, I wouldn't put it in his, you know, I wouldn't rank it as one of his top albums type of thing. I thought it was a cool thing. I think I thought it was a cool project to have when you do the Super Bowl. So when people search for your music, you have a lot of fun, cool tracks there that can appease to a wider audience. So I, I, I felt like this was a Drake project, it's especially the last one. I thought this was like for all the dogs. It's just a, just throw a lot of things against the wall. That's to let's appeal to a lot of people, as many people. And, you know, some people will like this part. Some people will like other parts, but in totality, everybody's going to like something about it. And I thought this is what this was. Let's reach everybody type of album. So that's, that's my takeaway from it. Wasn't bad, but it wasn't like great either. Like, okay, it's cool. It's decent. Wow. Oh. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. Leave me in brother. Go ahead. All right, so let's make it so, so, so Nas, so Nas, you know, I, I, for me, I love when we differ. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I thought it was cool. What's this about? <laughs> it, it, make, it makes great content. It makes great content, especially now. I'm, I'm getting better with these clips. All right, so I should drop this album. Yes. So just hit me with your review, yes. and in classic late night flight fashion. How many flights did this album receive? Okay. Out of five flights, I am giving this 4.4 flights. 4.4. Yo, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something right now. You, so you telling me that this album isn't better than Raymond versus Raymond? Or better than Here I Stand? Or A? Do y'all even hear any of those albums? I don't I think no one even heard those albums. I forgot those albums existed. Let's just keep you pretending those albums don't Listen, even exist. I want the world to know, yo, this Coming Home album from Usher, it is his second best album in his list. Confessions mm -hmm. is, in my opinion, the greatest art. I don't care what, if it's old school, 70s, 80s, 90s, the next 40 years, I don't care if Hurt has, a, has, a, has a, a double diamond album. I don't care if SZA got a double diamond album. Confessions is the greatest R&B album ever. Ever. It was set up beautifully. I mean, I'm talking about from, if you're talking about promotion, the promotion was there because it was, hey, yo, y'all heard about Usher messing around on his girlfriend and getting some other girl pregnant? Like, this was a thing. And then they thought it was Chili, because Chili yeah. was in the video. Like, this thing was real. Like, it was, yo, that, everything was going for him in that album, yo. That was a great album. I really think that this new album, now it doesn't have a confession vibe. What it is, in my opinion, is Atlanta R&B. It's boppish, hip-hopish. But one thing about Usher, and, and, and I'm a two-way, I, I, I hope that you... uh. Follow me on this. I heard that before he did Confessions, he had a, a brand new vocal coach or something like that. Hey, yo, I got to admit, man, Usher's voice is incredible. All right? Like, this is a guy that actually, in my opinion, can sing. You know how, like, you get, like me, my favorite R&B is the 80s Bobby Brown. Like, I like, I like that stuff. 
I like the nice beat. Can't really sing like that, but it's a lot of passion, a lot of attitude. I love that. That's like that's Mary my J. style Blige. of R&B. Yeah. Like Mary J. Blige. I love that type, that style of R&B. And that's probably because I can't sing. So it's when you make me feel you, make me feel that attitude, I'm already there with you. But listen, Whitney Houston is Whitney Houston, all right? Like when she just, one second, y'all. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's about to go down. Usher has that style to him. Usher could sing, man. And... For him to make this techno hip hop, like, well, he ain't make it, but he's on a lot of these beats that have a, a techno pop to it. He's mm-hmm. killing it with the vocals, yo. I'm a tune way. I can't wait till you listen to it because the vocals are there. The vocals are effing there. He has a ballad with her on that song, on this album. It's okay. But I think some of the faster techno music is actually pretty good. He got a song called Bop. That's my favorite song right now. On there, y'all gotta check out Bob. Bob is fire. Yeah, that's all I can say about it, man. Four point four flights. I think is Usher's second greatest album, and that's only right. because I don't think no one even know about the other four albums he had in between Confessions and now. So that's why I had to trick you real fast, Dante. I had to put that on y'all because I'm like, I know nobody listening to Usher's albums like that. All we know is Confessions. Like, like the man what? didn't sing one song from Raymond one. versus Raymond or Here I Stand or A. None of those albums. Everything was from Confessions, the greatest well, here is, album. Here is my thing, though. Here is my thing. But th- this is true. This is true. And God, I I forgot about Raymond versus Raymond. Now, Here I Stand, I will give. I, I'll I'll give a little bit of credence to because Here I Stand has some has some slaps on that too. Now, behind it, yeah, definitely. Behind it though, Raymond versus Raymond, looking for myself. I think was maybe like one or two tracks per project on those. It's always like I- I'm literally having to look it up uh-huh. because I'm like, what was on those albums? Because I do I not like remember. Looking for myself, album. So I did. All right, so I'm looking at Raymond versus Raymond. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm gonna give the discography. Of course, it was Ursha Self Title 94, My Way 97, 870101, mm-hmm. Confessions 04, Here I Stand 08, mm-hmm. Raymond versus Raymond 2010, Looking for Myself 2012, Hard to Love 2016, and yeah. then Coming Home this past Friday. That's an eight year gap from Hard to Love to now. And yeah. in that context, Coming Home makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. But let's see. I'm, I'm going to look at. Here I stand, because I was like, nah, I know here I stand had something. That was that was still 08. And that was right after, you know, we all believe the chili thing. Cause I I'm not even gonna hold you. I thought it was real. Like, wait a minute. It's it's chili. This happened with chili. Oh my you know. All right. So well, he did love in this club. Well, he did a snippet of love in this club. That that's off here I stand. Um, you remind me. Look, man, he ended it off with yeah, which is on confessions. Then all right? he ended Let's off his yeah, yes. 70% of that of that act that he did yesterday was Confessions. Let's just keep but it yeah. real. It's the so, greatest album ever. So with that said, I'm looking at Raymond versus Raymond. Yeah. He didn't do any... I think they did. Did they do like, Oh My God? No, they didn't do Oh My God, which is a great song. I love yeah, Oh My God. They didn't too. do Oh My God, but that's on Raymond versus Raymond in Daddy's Home. You know that's what? Shout it. out to him. Shout out to you not for not doing Oh My God, because let me tell you something. That is a white America's Paradise song right there. When they hear, oh, 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 like that is that, oh, oh, oh. like that is yep. white as hell. People love that shit. And I, I, love I commend it. you for not even breaking that song out because honestly, if you bring that song out, uh, 
America would have been together for like five minutes. We'd have been on that. Like that's that's a good <laughs> song. That's a great song. But he didn't pull that out. I like that. I, I feel as though they did that because they knew Taylor Swift was there and they don't want her swag surfing. So they just said, nah, we ain't even doing all that. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> but I, I will say this. Today. When it comes to Love America, it. the only two things that will bring people together, regardless of race, colors, creeds, sports and music. And I I, I, th- I think, oh, oh my God, Will I am. He was, he was already out there with that half of a motorcycle helmet that he had on. Uh, I didn't yes. know what was going yes. on there. He was, he was trying to look like... Um, yes, folk. Yeah, Daft Punk. Yep, he was trying to look like them, but it it just it just didn't it didn't. But what's the thing you women say all the time? It wasn't it wasn't giving. It wasn't giving. Oh, all right. oh so, no! But I will say this. Oh, but I will say no. this. I, I will retract oh, my statement. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to send my when, man a maxi pad. When it comes, oh no! That? Stop it! Stop it! Huh, it was giving. Yes, is that what women say? Women say that, don't they? All right, you know what you're right. Because you, you said women's. I apologize. I thought, I, I thought exactly. You said it. Exactly. I see, see, don't 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 play me like that. Don't play me like that. Don't play me. I like love that. you. All right. Now, when it comes to, I love you too. Now, when it comes to the discography of Usher, baby, I will have to say, in totality of his discography, yeah, coming home will have to be one of his top ones. I, I, I will have to run that back, walk that back, um, because okay, out of Usher My Way 8701 Confessions and I'm just going to I'm going to insert here I stand and then we're going to go straight to coming home what would be your order <laughs> because I'm going to skip Raymond versus Raymond looking for myself and hard to listen, love listen you can't <laughs> ask me I couldn't even I, I didn't even know these albums existed until the year after I'm going to be honest with you like, I, like Raymond versus Raymond I'm like what the hell is this now is that the album that had the song with R. Kelly. Was that the album? Which one? On Raymond versus Raymond. There was the song, same girl, same girl. She was not 16, R. Kelly, but I... <laughs> anyway, I've got how the song goes. <laughs> same Wait. girl. All right, Raymond versus Raymond. They had... Uh, Monstar. I don't believe. I don't remember that song. Daddy's home. There goes my baby. Little freak featuring Nicki Minaj. Oh, I, I remember there that. There goes my baby. Daddy's I never get home. tired of hearing Tell that song. She that don't know so what ludicrous. I don't know, man. Daddy's home. There goes my baby. Little freak. It oh my God. Will I am? That's like three that's, songs, though. Yeah, I'm that's three. You, that's that's three songs. Man, that's only three. Like, Everybody that has three songs on an album, they want to say that's a good album. I can't, like, it's only three songs. I'm, I'm going to be honest. This yeah, new album only three. has about, a, even though it's 20 songs, and when you said the quantity part, I understood. But I definitely think he has a good 12, 13 songs on here that's, like, really good. Really, not just good, really good. You got to check it out. KT, check not out. Not good, good, but good. Yo, <laughs> I hate to say very good. Like, I'm trying my best not to say, use the word very yeah. So I'll be saying really good or just good. Oh, matter of fact, good, good, because he has a song like that with Summer Walker on on that. Uh, uh-huh. on that there you go. Yep. Good, good. How I'm trying that? to find where he did the song with R. Kelly. I don't. I think that must be one of his earlier projects because I don't no, see it. No, just the same any... girl and, and just and just find the album. Unless unless yeah. it wasn't part of the album, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was part of the album. We got to do. All right, let me let me make sure. I'm a, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm doing it right now. Same girl. Same girl. I'm, I'm pretty sure Usher had this song scrubbed out. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, so that was 2007. 
Oh, nah, this was on an album, Double Up. I don't yeah, even know yep. who album is. That's R. Kelly's album. It's R. Kelly. Yep. Double Up, which, honestly, R. Kelly, you shouldn't, I don't think you should have used this as a title. Double Up for you is, is <laughs> it's just not, it's not good. Just things where R. Kelly just did not age well. R. Kelly was unintended. Too many clues. Too many clues, <laughs> girls. Too many clues. If I can turn, turn back the hands um, then my darling, you would have been 29. If I could turn. Anyway, I'm sorry. Okay, but congratulations to Usher, man. This has been, I, I, I can only imagine the type of week um, with the last few days, the last three, three days. Uh, has been so congratulations to usher an amazing amazing performance um it checked all the boxes like i said it was an extension of his residency um and it was dope he he checked all the boxes for the most part for me album okay i'll 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 raise my rating a little bit um in in context to your ultimate body of work but still, still, congratulations to Usher, baby. Now, let's go ahead and move on to... Uh, Hold on, can we, can we shout Jay-Z out real fast? Uh, Jay-Z, oh. shout out to you for, for, for being this music curator of these halftime performances. Um, I, I, I just, I like the last two to three selections that Jay-Z has done. He's trying his best to be diverse about it, too. Um, yeah, that's all I want to say. I just, I just wanted to shout him out for that, man, because because I I really think these last three performances have been like good to great, like not even just good, you know, good good to great. Yep. I just want to shout my boy Jay Z out for that. I think he's doing a really good job. I, I honestly think he's doing a really good job. I think he's doing a good job. And, um, and you know, he made sure that he was on his Kanye and told Taylor Swift, like, listen, not this year, baby. It ain't happening yet. It ain't, it ain't happening. Yeah, and it's okay. Any year, but it's okay. Honestly, I think next year. I think it's going to happen next year. If I'm if I'm going to be honest, I'm I'm not sure. And and shout out to Taylor Swift. I mean, I know yeah, I'm getting these jokes off and stuff like this, but she 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 is her, not H E R her, but she she's one of them, and she she is who she is for a reason. But I I just feel like next year is absolutely going to be, if not Taylor Swift. I, well, I don't know who else. I don't know who else would be. Um, I think it'll be Taylor Swift. Honestly, it'll be Taylor I would, Swift. I would love a Super Bowl halftime show with Taylor Swift, SZA, and her. I think that'd be amazing. I would like that. Taylor Swift. There yeah. are a few song Taylor Swift songs that have been forced to like against my will. Well, it's just uh, 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 a it, couple of them. I, 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 I would say this with all the jokes and stuff. It's really hard to just hate the girl because it's just like why? Nah, it's, nah. You know what I like about Taylor Swift? It's hard though, to hate her. It's no, hard to hate her. Listen, in a world oh, of it's of not hard for me. I can't in, stand her. In a world, <laughs> y'all funny. You funny, KT. In a world of here's one thing you can get you can you can get behind with Taylor Swift. In a world of BBLs, surgeries, facelift, all that, she is just being this normal white girl about her appearance, yeah. and she's just coming off with the talent. I, yo, I got to respect that. I got to respect that. Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, I'm not trying to use them because they're black. I'm just saying these people, because there's a lot of white actresses that have been getting facelifts and all that stuff for hundreds of years. I'm just saying this woman just coming out regular. 
just regular. Just and I respect talent. it. I, yeah, I love that. I, yo, I, yo, listen, she gets it. She 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 does it. But to again, me, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But to me, she comes off as like it's. It just always seems a bit amusing to where she just always seems like just this this innocent. Oh my god, like white girl. Like just she's just so fascinated with everything that she does when she's at a basketball game, when she's watching other people perform and, you know, she just like vibing out and she just like, so amazed at everything except yes. Celine Dion when she, <laughs> when she dubbed Celine Dion, but it, it, it just, she just like, like everything is like, wow. It's just like, like the way she sees the world is like in super bright neon colors. She just like, wow. All the time. Like, I was a, like, like, a, like a 10 year old white girl. And that's yes. why them little white girls love her. Yes. She, there you go. So you know, but I, 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 res, I, res, I respect that. I respect it. It's, it's hard to hate. Now I'm gonna get these jokes off. Absolutely. Um, it, it's it's still funny. I don't when, when why she it's wants. So hard for you. Sir. Really? I don't, I don't understand <laughs> just, why it's so hard for you. It's very easy for me. But just, you know, the girl gets on my nerves. No, KT. You no, no, not, not I'm She's sorry. talented. It, I'm not gonna take away from no. her talent. She's you talented. You that Taylor Swift until you start listening to the black music that Dante put out on the fucking outline, all right? <laughs> Listen to the music first. <laughs> you can hate on Taylor Swift like the rest of us, all right? Yeah. Of course, this is talent aside because, again, Taylor Swift is her. She is her. She wanted him, for real. And But, you know, just as far as the personality, the aesthetic, the image, and all that kind of stuff, it's like, just like you're... Wow! Just everything. Just oh my god! Just she's so fascinated with everything. It's just mm-hmm. like you are living your life. So that's what it means. She is like she is living the American dream. It's like, huh? So that's what it means to be to be white. Okay, I had to I had to use a little well, racial the joke. white American dream, little, honey. Yeah, a, a little racial joke. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm a little sorry. But you know, she tries her best to to try to show her like solidarity with. Other cultures, especially black culture and stuff. She'll, she don't she'll, do too well at it. Um, she'll, <laughs> she'll, she's not that great at it. She, she. I, I would say Justin Bieber should have taken a, 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 some, some notes from her because she ain't messed up yet. When it, <laughs> she, hasn't. She, has, she hasn't messed and, up yet. And, and you know what? Um, two, prominent, two prominent black figures have already stepped on stage and, and made a comment. Kanye and now Jay-Z. Who, yes. by the way, Jay-Z, I'm sorry, you're going to have to give my boy Kanye a call and, and, and apologize to him because y'all, y'all made him look bad when he said that stuff and, and, and tried to defend or made an effort to defend Beyonce. And here you are doing the exact same doing thing. Doing the we'll exact same there. thing. We'll put that out there. Y'all he, call him crazy. Yeah, hmm? that's the same thing. Yeah, he said pretty much the same the thing. The exact same it's thing. It's just the way <laughs> Kanye snatched the mic but that's what make yo listen man we this is at yo. least jay-z did it when it was his time to talk kanye <laughs> just walked up on bulldoze the stage and like i'm gonna let you finish but uh <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> but that's yo like i yo man this is the great thing about the world man everybody mm-hmm. has different personalities and they get to showcase them showcase it in a in, in their way <clears throat> excuse me and um yeah, I mean, you know, Jay-Z always has that humble business uh presentation. And I and I and I give him that. Mm-hmm. But Kanye wacky and I love it. <laughs> Kanye wacky. He Kanye wacky, up, man. It's called Rabbit Season. Like I, I love that about <laughs> him, man. Hey. Shout out to Kanye. Well, I haven't 
listen to the full Vultures album from Kanye. Um, yeah, and it just, <laughs> yes, he just he just finally released his. Uh, I believe it's a collaborative album with Ty Dolla Sign. It's called Vulture. I listened to the first uh, the first mm-hmm. like three or four tracks, and then you know I had to get to adulting. But if honestly, it feels. It feels like with Kanye, especially this last album, and I, I felt like this for a while. It just seemed like he's trying to recreate my be- my twisted, beautiful, dark fantasy, because he keeps trying. Like he's going that route. Great album, an, an amazing album, classic album, and it's it seemed like he's trying to tap into that that vein again, and it just seems like it it just never hits the same. It's like, oh, this is you're just trying to sound like my beautiful twisted dark fantasy again. And like, I, I, but this is only with about three, four tracks that I've listened. And, and I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. Kanye. I don't, I don't know. And like, he's one of my biggest inspirations when it comes to making music. I learned so, so much from just watching him. It's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but, um, I'll I'll give it a full listen, and then I'll I'll come back on the next episode and, and let you guys know what I ultimately think about Kanye West and Ty Dolla Sign's Vultures. But let's talk about Monique, let and then we're gonna get up out of here because you know I'll I'll, my, I'll put it in the group chat. My brain don't be the, remembering. I'll I'll put it in the group chat. I got gotcha, you. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. All right. So listen. So listen. Monique sat down at Club Shay Shay. She said, "Cat Williams." Anything you can do, I can attempt to try to maybe sort of come close to doing it how you did it, and then we're gonna let it do what it do. So she sat down with Cat uh, with Shannon Sharp and told some truth. She said, "2024, we're gonna tell some truth," and she did what she did. And I just want to get you guys' reactions to Monique. And I'm gonna start with you, KT. I know you said you watched a bit of it. Just your overall thoughts. And then I'm going to ask you a follow-up question as far as the position that she took and in totality of how it looks. Because she's basically said the same thing that she said years ago. And how was this looking and working out for her today? How did you think or what did you think about Monique's interview with Shay Shay? Well, um, I feel like the fact that I have never really been a big Monique fan kind of colors my opinion. Um, I'm trying to be, you know, Uh neutral and try to just hear all sides of it. But I feel like every last one of these mofos is crazy. Every last one is shady. Every last one of them got issues. I don't think any of them without are without fault at this point. Like all of y'all are just crazy. So Monique, I think her delivery gets in the way a lot of the time of what she's trying to convey. Um, her delivery is just not great at all. Like she just comes off like, I just want to be like, oh, okay, girl, here we go again. 
All right. All right. You always talking about something. You always complaining about something. I really don't want to hear no more from you. That's, that's my mindset because of her delivery. Now, I don't, I wouldn't put it past Oprah or Tyler Perry's shady behinds to do something crazy. <laughs> like asking somebody to promote something without being paid to do it. I wouldn't put it past them, especially I seen Tyler Perry put sheets on the roof in the place of snow. <laughs> and why did I get married? So, I mean, I know he willing to take some shortcuts. I know he will. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know. I feel like there probably is some truth in what she's saying, but her delivery is just so abrasive at times that it gets, it gets lost. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I heard some of the other stuff she said, like uh, saying that Oprah wanted to do a, a show about her abuser, you know, to ha to have her do a show with her abuser and the rest of her family um, backing that abuser and all that. And I was like, ooh, that's, that's um, cringe. But I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there. Uh, I don't know these people, but they all seem crazy to me. And that's my take. So... You mentioned that her her delivery was abrasive, which uh, you, you, I can. Well, I think you know you're not going to find too many people that that will stand against that. Yeah, she you know she said what she said, and she was very passionate about it. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's the difference between how she would receive versus how Taraji was received? Just the delivery. Um, part of it, yeah. Part of it is her delivery. I think that because it is for me anyways, I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, her delivery is like, okay, I just automatically want to roll my eyes whenever she get up to complain about something. Cause for one thing, she going to beat a dead horse. She going to, run it in the ground. She's going to keep talking about it. And it's like, okay, girl, we heard you the first 50, 11 times. Okay. What, what are you doing to move forward? What are you doing to move forward, ma'am? What, what, what are you doing to move forward? Cause I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing about this. I need you to move on. I need you to move forward because you steady, blaming I I don't know I just it just doesn't some of it doesn't just it doesn't sit well with me I don't know let me, let me help you out wife hold on I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, I'm gonna answer that question and then if you want me to make the take I'll make the take unless you you know whatever uh yep. whatever you, if you're gonna do it uh, Dante whatever the case may be but uh, let me answer that that second question so I want to start by saying this because honestly when she said this I, I, I teared up a little bit because she spoke to me one time. She spoke to me. She said, you know something, Shannon? When you a five foot five giant like Cat Williams, 
or you're me where you're over 200 pounds, they don't want you to be telling your truths or talking these truths. They just want you to be happy to be here. I felt that. Mm-hmm. When I used to be a waiter at this uh, at a restaurant, I make money. You know, I used to, you know, I'll be working out, so I always roll my sleeves up so the women be seeing the arms, all that good stuff, get the tips, you know. So my manager at the time, she said, why are you so confident? I said, huh? What's wrong? Captain, what's up? No, like, I, you all confident and you, you into yourself, but you mad little. And I was just like, damn, what the <laughs> hell is that about? I'm making more money. My little ass making more money than all your other waitresses and waiters in here. But I got to be all that? Like, what, what's wrong with me? Why can't you just be into what makes me me? What's wrong with that? With that being said, the problem is this when it comes to Monique. Because KT hit it on the head. She speaks not abrasively. What well, she do speak abrasively. But it comes. the presentation comes with bitterness. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between the word bitter and being facetious or being sarcastic and being facetious. Cause you're telling a joke, but you're telling it in a bitter way when you're being sarcastic, when you're facetious, you're just being funny. Mm-hmm. Monique is bitter. And listen, she may have some fair points, but here's the thing about Taraji P. Henson. She's consistent. She's well-liked and she hasn't done bad projects. No disrespect Monique. She hasn't done a lot of bad projects. Okay. Baby Boy, Benjamin Button, uh, Empire. Like, this woman, whenever Taraji, Pinson be, Taraji P. Henson is a part of, usually that shit is go to platinum, all right? Let's just keep it real. Fast. That's the issue with Monique. Monique is not a consistent actor, actress, whatever you want to use that word. Thespian, talent. Comedian. She's not. I remember when she got pissed off about Netflix. Oh, they only want to pay me half a mil, but they give Amy Schumer and this white person and this white person mad money. Yo, listen, during that time, Amy Schumer was the hottest white woman out. Now, do I think she's that funny? No. And you know what? America is with us because Amy Schumer ain't popping no more. So it's, it was more of this person is kind of going viral and white people are pushing her. But then we put her on the grand stage. We all said, nah, you know what? Go back to the oven. Keep cooking. With Monique, she was hot from 1998 to 2004, which was the Parkers. All right? Now, unfortunately, Netflix ain't come out till 10 years later. But that means when you get this Oscars, my sister, your ass need to call your manager and be like, yo, every movie that they want me in, get me in there. You ain't supposed to be taking no nine-year break and act like it's all good. No. You don't know that. No, you don't do that. You keep working. You keep working. You keep working. I'm going to say it one more time. You keep working. That's what you're supposed to do, Monique. She never did that. And in my opinion, when you're not consistent, it's an out of sight, out of mind thing. So that's just how I looked at it all. You know what I mean? When I seen this uh, interview with, with Shay Shay, and by the way, uh, Shannon Sharp, you're doing a great job. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, your platform is, is based on the fact that you're a Hall of Fame tight end. But 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 all, but all jokes aside, man, you're you're bringing a, a a a safe space for people to just 
speak and just talk they whatever they want to talk, talk they credo if, if, if you want to use that term. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's cool. I I can't even knock that because none of us is going to get 3.3 million views, you know, say for doing the same thing, which that's why I kind of, you know, I didn't want to say that because now I'm like, Monique, I'm going to start talking out of bitterness, but I just want to put that point <laughs> out there. <laughs> but no, no, like, so she uh, talked about how the Parkers, no, and this is where, like, it's a little, it's a lot of Cat Williams in her, where it's, it's I see your point, but it's exaggerated. It is hard mm -hmm. to believe you. So when she talked about how the Parkers made damn near $2 billion and she ain't see no money. Now, listen, no, just, listen, listen. I had, you know me, Dante, I'm sorry. I had to do some research. Now, unfortunately, mm -hmm. the internet does not want to tell me how much did CBS, who bought the rights to uh, the Parkers, have been selling it to MTV2 and Netflix and all these other places where you can see the Parkers rerun. Because for those who do not know, no matter what network your show is a part of, when you reach 100 episodes or more, you're going to make more money as, a, as the show. Like, they're going to give you a bigger mm -hmm. budget. I don't know what the number is. She's saying, now, if they said to me, to me, I'm sorry. Now, I'm going by what I read. Monique is saying that she, when she was on the park, she got paid 55000 an episode. I ain't going to lie to you. That's kind of standard in television when you're no one knows who you are, no one knows what this show is. And think about this: it's thirteen episodes. You do the math: thirteen times fifty-five thousand. I'll take it. I'll take it. Shut up. Yeah, put me I'll in take there. It. Please. Now, on average, they were averaging two point nine million views. I mean, follow the followers. You know, viewers, viewers. Two point nine million viewers. At the end, her the last episode, it was 3.4 million. Now, mind you, this is 2004, the last episode. This is a time, this is like the last days of, in my opinion, people actually watching television, all right? And I had to think, I said, damn, was well, if they're getting 3 million views, damn, I could maybe, maybe I should be down with Monique. And then I had to go see all, like, the top sitcoms of 1999 and 2000. So Friends was, you know, it was... Top 10, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Friends got like 9 million views an episode. So in my mind, I'm just trying to figure out what kind of money is Monique want to sue CBS over because she's not getting her, uh, her royalty checks. She should definitely be getting her royalty checks. I don't know how much they're supposed to be. That, like, those are the only things for me in that interview that just had me like, okay, you're airing out grievances, but I'm I'm getting exaggerated numbers. You're you're saying that the park has got two billion dollars. I'm like, yo, how, how? No disrespect. How? I was Tell wondering that. I, I was, you know what I'm like saying? Like, I, I'm not knocking it. I just need to know how. It was the highest rated show on UPN nine, which is no disrespect. Like the like the line and belly is the hottest nigga in Nebraska. Okay, no disrespect. <laughs> No disrespect. He's the hottest nigga in Nebraska. You know what I'm saying? You ain't doing Friends numbers. You ain't doing Everybody Loves Raymond numbers. You ain't even doing King of Queens numbers. But at the same time, you got millions of people watching you. And, it, and I believe it's because of a time of television where people were still home watching TV. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what the Parkers would look like right now in this streaming era of television. We don't know. But listen, overall, I still think Monique is a... Very, I almost call her powerful, but I do think she's, I think she's a great talent. 
And I think she lost her way when she just wasn't being consistent. You know what I mean? When you get that Oscar, that doesn't give you the right to sit back and act like you the shit. Look what they did to Jennifer Hudson. They just gave her one because she was singing in that part. Like, listen, Jennifer Hudson didn't do nothing for like damn near 15 years. Now she finally got a talk show, a daytime talk show, which is actually pretty good. You know what I'm saying? But it's she was on the voice, you know, she did a little a few little gigs, you know. I mean, something that stars her. True. Not being a feature. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like something yeah, she, that stars. She was doing her. a lot of like Nick Cannon pop-up like popcorn jobs and features and yeah. mm -hmm. And that's weak because listen, again, I'm an Oscar award winner now. Hey yo, can somebody call Meryl Streep and see if they want to do a movie with me? Like this is what I would be doing. Yeah, capitalize on it. That's, that's what Monique should have been doing. So I, I feel as though, like Cat Williams, she's not getting the the she's not getting the money that's parallel to the respect that she wants. But I also believe it's due to her inconsistency as a talent in Hollywood. There you go. There was one particular point. Just good to job, kinda, Nas. That was a good take. It was. It was really good. Really good. And the highlight. The difference with all the things that she's said and it's basically it's like all right this is what you told us five years ago all right well it continues to be true or like your story hasn't changed that much well all, all, all right so all right you tell the story about kevin hart okay kevin hart fronts you some some money when in the time of need cool you know he, he paid you back oh you paid him back with interest all right cool you Stand on, you know, principles and stuff. All right, great. Um, then you try to, but well, he, here's where I saw a lot of debate. Where do you indict Kevin Hart? Because the, as she mentioned, you know, Kevin Hart came to her and was like, hey, we're going to try to move forward. Let's do some great things. How about whatever you got, whatever you want to do, just, you know, just, I got you. I'll executive produce, whatever, blah, 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 blah. She turned around, went to another company. Like, Hey, we're trying to get this talk show. Kevin Hart said he'll co-sign it. Kevin Hart's people said, ah, ah, ah. no, no, no. <laughs> and she said, Oh, well I hit up Kevin. Kevin said, I'll see to it. I'll call you back. That was two years ago. It's, I really don't see the indictment on Kevin Hart there. If I'm being honest, I, I, I don't I'm like, oh my God, Kevin Hart, how could you do that to her? You a liar, you a liar. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't necessarily see it that way. First of all, no, and just to piggyback off, and you, you know, Dante, this is your time. Yeah. I just want to say that real quick, real quick, because I love, I love what you just brought up. Yo, this is what I'm talking about with the inconsistency. First of all, Monique, remember, Peg, it's Pegs. You're Monique. This is Kevin Hart. Do we'll do it again. This is Monique. This is Kevin Hart. If Kevin Hart say to you, we're going to do some business, da-da-da-da-da, let Kevin take the will and let him do it. Not you put the eye. Oh, where are we going to work together? Hold on. Hey, Netflix. I got this great show idea, and, and, and Kevin said he, he'll do it too. It don't work like that. And that's probably why that his way. people was like, oh, no we, no, we ain't say that because who told you to say that? No one told you to say that. That's your place. Kevin Hart is the moneymaker. Let Kevin Hart say it. And everything else will go smooth as planned. But Monique like, nah, I'm Monique. I was queens of comedy back in the 90s. What are you talking about? And I get it. Like, I get it. I respect that. But again, Kevin Hart. 
Go ahead, Dante. Uh, that's basically about to be my point. It's just if you would have just chilled and allowed him to dictate how this deal or whatever the case, as far as them working together goes, then sure. But you took his name and you went to put his name on something. And he was like, but wait a minute. But wait a minute. I didn't and sign off on that. Yeah, I didn't sign off. I said I would do these things, but still, you still have to understand there's stipulations and there's just a way that we're going to go about doing this for me to put my name on this. Because as of right now, you moving on your own or you doing your own, your, your own thing, your own dealings, your own business, in these streets, you are still radioactive where literally right. nobody wants to work with you. Nobody wants to do business with you. So if you're taking my name, it's only going to be a negative on me. Now, if mm -hmm. it's the other way around and I dictate something and bring you with it, then that's another story. But right. you, as I was like, you know, I, I can't be too mad at Kevin Hart for doing I, I mean, I did things in good faith, but... You know, I, I, and I'll just say it like this as far as the difference of just to go back with Taraji. I think the difference is, as Nan said, is the fact that when Taraji came with her her telling of what's going on in the industry, the struggles and the realities and kind of showed us what's happening behind the curtain. She kept working. She continued to work. And honestly, it somewhat backfired, at least with the color purple, because people paid more attention to Taraji's grievances than the movie, even though she tried her best. Like, hey, let's just go support the movie, guys. Let's go, you know, support the movie. But it's like, no, this is Taraji. No, not not her. Why would y'all do this to her? The opposite happened with Monique. When Monique had her grievances, she stopped. She sat down. She took her ball. She went home and said, I am not doing anything else until X, Y, Z, one, two, three. And they said, okay. And kept it moving. I guess you won't be doing nothing. And kept it moving. Now, mm -hmm. of course, you know me. I I'm going to put the Black Panther cap on for 17 seconds. Timing. Now, this is the correlation I have when... I referenced the Steve Harvey conversation as well, because this is, this is the, the, the war and debate we have with black people. It's when there is a grievance against us, how do we go about doing it? Do we stop, come to a full stop and say, this is wrong. You will fix it. You will fix it. You will fix it. Or this is wrong. And I'm going to work my way through it and keep doing whatever until I'm able to get in a better position to fix it myself. And that's the difference between Monique and Taraji. That's all. I like that. It was, it was 19 seconds. Mm -hmm. Great. That was awesome. That was mm -hmm. awesome. Thanks. Um, yeah. Monique, it's just like that Steve Harvey uh, interview you was talking about, where she was trying to tell, well, she made an effort to tell Steve Harvey, mother, you got to stand on black business, though, dog. You be over here. Listen, Ayo, shut up. <laughs> Last time I checked, I'm the hardest working man in America, all right? Like, as soon as I'm getting up here, I'm doing Family Feud. What you doing? You about to go home? Eat a TV huh? dinner? Huh? What you about to do? What you and your husband doing? And just in a few short days, we're, we're seeing some uh, some return 
on just being consistent. We have, uh, I'll just put it this way. I, I'm going to try to go high this time. I'm, I'm going to try to come up from the devil's cellar and, and try to go high here. We appreciate everyone with your responses, albeit positive or negative and or outright racist. We appreciate them. We appreciate them all. Um, I know it's easier to be negative, especially on social media. It's almost like an obligation for people to feel like you have to be negative. It's okay. We know how to handle that. I've actually handled quite a few of you in the past few days. And it's all right, but we appreciate your engagement. We do. For those, we just ask you, just, just continue to engage with us. Even our team, it would be great if we can just engage with our own content. You know, I appreciate y'all. I really do. And for those, we just want to, you know, keep working. We want to keep working. We're going to stop all the talking, all of the podcasts that I have secretly competed with and celebrated when I passed y'all and continue to pass y'all. They don't need to talk anymore. We're just going to work. Now I said, you better starve. You better start starving. You better get hungry. All right. I'm hungry now. So let's work. All right. So that's, that's it, man. That's all I got to say. We, we appreciate y'all. And we're just going to work. That's it. No more talking. We're just going to work. So uh, homework for for next week. Listen to Ursher. Ursher, baby. Uh, listen to Kanye if you can get through it. Then we're going to come back and talk about it. Peace. Y'all try his best throughout this entire episode. He fell out uh, like right in the beginning. He was trying this entire time to, to get back into it, but it's all good. Peace. Y'all we appreciate your dedication. Uh, Maybe next time, maybe next week, but that's it, man. Real quick, real, yeah. real quick, real quick. I, I want to do something special. Remember last week I, I was saying we got to have the, uh, have these uh black phrases like the things that black people say? Oh yes, yes, yes! Like, I totally forgot. And all that stuff. So, so I made a list, but but my list I don't know if it's good, but but I'm gonna just share it with you. Okay, share it with the two of you. Yes, what's up? All right, share it with the three of you. I don't know what P. Shaw at. You know, what I'm saying hopefully uh, one of his kids is taking him to the hospital. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> please. Uh, that Paul's fixed that back. I'm sorry. I mean, to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I apologize. I apologize. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I apologize. All right, so so here goes some phrases that Black Americans use. Because you know what's so funny about us? We don't have a lot of terms, if you will. For instance, when you say at wit's end or for Pete's sake, we don't have things like that. We got a word. All right, so here we go. Number one, I have, uh, well, it's number one, I'm just listing them. I don't have nothing in order. Yeah. Okay. Number one, of course, is motherfucker. Let's just be honest. Come on, motherfucker. Yes. yes. And there's so many different ways you can use it. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Tones. M M U T H A F U C K A. Okay, motherfucker. Right. Mm -hmm. There you go. Uh, or number two, depending on how country uh, you are, just take out the 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 T, the T H, mm -hmm. and just M U H. Motherfucker. Yep. Yep. Motherfucker. Yeah, we done. Motherfucker. You're right. Motherfucker. Like a motherfucker. Yep. All right. Number two is my personal favorite because it's new, but I love standing on business. I love standing on business. I don't know what it means. Like, what am I standing on? Business, I guess. I don't know, but it's good. I love it. I love it. That's the thing about us. We can make it whatever we want to make it. Yep. Yeah. It's like, yo, if I had a child, it got all A's. And, and, and if, if my daughter, she said, yo, I'm standing on business, I'm like, yo, you are. <laughs> like, yeah, you are. 
Yes. <laughs> Yo, don't, don't think yep. anything different. You damn right you are. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, number and three. If you're at the post office and someone is acting crazy and you reach across the counter and slap pissed out of them, I mean, hey, I was standing on business. You're right. You were. You know, you were just, I thought you were going going postal. No, 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 no. That's that, that's mm. white. <laughs> that's that, that, that's uh, on the white list. <laughs> all right. No, I got number three. I got I got dog. What up, dog? Yep. You know, dog. Mm-hmm. Dog. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, ATL. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number number five, fall back. Fall back, yeah. Fall back. Uh, Fall back. Number six. Number six. You got cash app? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a number good one. number number seven. Nigga, please. Of course. Come on, nigga, please. Nigga, Come please. Yep. Nigga, please. Number eight. I have. You got me fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Uh, number nine is bro, bro. Number bro, ten, bro. bruh. Number 11, yeah. you don't want no sauce with me. Number 12, I ain't got it. 13, <laughs> reparations. <laughs> 14, 14, do it big. Number 15, what up, player? Number 16, now this is rude. I apologize, but suck my dick. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Number 17, Buster. Number 18, be blessed slash stay blessed or I'm blessed. There you yes. go. Um, num- number 19. Exactly. Oh, highly favored. Thank you. Slash highly favored. I was looking highly for that favorite. term. I was looking for that time. Um, I got, uh, let me see here. I got beloved. beloved. Then I got That's yeah. a Yama right there. Beloved. Yeah. <laughs> I got chill. <laughs> I just got chill. Um, chill. My next one is I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. Let a player play. Scammers. And scammers is spelled S C A M M A S. Scammers. All right. Mm-hmm. And then this nigga. Like this nigga it's, over here. D I S. Nigga. That's all I got so far, you know what I'm saying? But I, I wish I think about that so far. I'm a, I'm gonna add one more that I could think of right off. Uh, that's it. D A D A S S I T. That's it. Or that ain't it. Yeah. That's it. That ain't it. I like that. I like that. What about you, KT? You got you got one you want to add on the list? Um, I used one earlier. Fifty eleven. 5011. 5011. 5011 times. Yes. 11. Absolutely. 5011. Yeah. I like That's that. Funny. I like that yeah. one too. That, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Oh, last, last thing before we get out of here, we, we completely skipped over um wrong if she wants to do a country album let her do a country album you know who else did a country album and it succeeded ray charles so i'm with it go ahead beyonce run them down my my reaction when i saw it was she said okay y'all been ducking me and messing with with me getting album of the year for this grammy for 25 years I, i'm not sure if it's exactly 25 i'm just being hype you know hyperbolic right now but she said all right 
now we're gonna see what you're gonna say when I put this country album out. We we gonna we gonna see. I'm gonna get album of the year one way or another. If if that don't work, I'm going to heavy metal next, and I'm going to blue. I'm switching <laughs> back to the bluegrass. And if that don't <laughs> and if that don't work, I'm going heel song. Well, I'm getting album of the year somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. Tina, Tina Turner is the first woman in history to win a Grammy for R&B, rock, and pop. So it can be done. Yep, and I think that's 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 where she's trying to go right now. Well, that uh, song she had with Dixie Chicks, I, I liked it. Yeah, but well, was that before or after that they went, you know, make America great again? That was after. That was after. Oh, woo, that's tough. Well, all right, well, good luck, <laughs> good luck to Bay. Good luck to Bay. I, I'm, I'm just interested. It's Beyonce, so you know it's, it's going to be really good. So we're going to see. Um, but she says coming out what March, March 29th or something. That is not a promo. I need to stop doing this stuff until y'all pay me. But I'm not. I'm just going to well, keep working. I'm not going to be like Monique. I don't know. Damn, that's crazy. So you telling me she's not going to be making lemonade? She's going to be doing Budweiser. That's going to be the next song. <laughs> Basically, but or, or it could be Kool Aid. You know, Kool Aid's country too, isn't it? No, no. It's, it's black country. No. No. Black no. country. Yeah, that's black country. Black yeah, people black been country. getting right up in country music like. Mickey Guyton, is that, is that her name? Is that her mm-hmm. name? Yeah. yeah. That girl can sing, sing. She can sing. And, um, oh gosh. There's a, a couple of black dudes. A couple guys. Kane, uh, Kane something. Kane Brown, I think. Kane Brown. Brown. Uh, now, he, he's he's more Patrick Mahomes, but hey, we're going to claim he's black. <laughs> this woman about to go from Sasha Fizz to Dolly Parton. I ain't with it. I mean, like I said, I can't get album of the year in this lane, so I'm going to switch lanes right quick, bop you over the head, and then we're going to see what you guys say now. So that makes sense why she was acting, you know, a little cockazoid at at the Grammy, just kind of standoffish. She was clapping clapping off beat uh, doing Fantasia's performance. (laughs) She had that cowboy outfit on. I'm I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this one thing. Now, y'all know Taylor Swift with country first, then pop. So if Beyonce win album of the year, country country music album of the year, I do not. As a matter of fact, I kind of do want to see this. I want to see Taylor Swift grab the mic from Beyonce and be like, I was the first to do this shit, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that made this transition. You ain't going to just sit there and do all that because I make it album of the year. Swagger jacket. Swagger jacket. No, she said swagger jacket. You're I jacking swag. I swag. I swag. I swag. <laughs> Dude, Ray Charles. I, I don't know. I don't know what she was doing. Any, you know, just people was mad, boy. I, I, I put that clip up about Travis Kelsey, but they got mad. They got mad, boy. And I just laughed. Some dude said, <laughs> oh, he said, Travis is laying up somewhere in his big mansion with Taylor off his third Super Bowl win. Who are you? I said, um, I can ask you. I said, I can ask somebody you. Somebody who was wearing a fade before Travis Kelsey. I said, I, I responded. I said, I can ask you the exact same question. The exact mm-hmm. same way. Who are you? Yes, Travis Kelsey doing all this stuff. And you were over here slobbing his knob. Who are you? <laughs> 
<laughs> Who are you? Slide God, it's a now. joke. It's a joke. Like it's just, it's just funny. The the it's not even a human. joke. It's just reality. It just is. What, oh, I I had a bunch of people. No, that's wrong. All of y'all are wrong. Y'all didn't create the fade. That that's a military haircut, high and tight. That is a military not a military haircut. Said, that is not a military haircut. Stop it. Like and what said, are you and, even talking about, sir? But even still, again, that goes back to my black national anthem thing where they acted stupid about it. A buzz cut is freaking military. That's a buzz cut. But that's, hey, a, no, that's buzz a fake. Cut. That's it's a military cut. So again, I like to put white people onto history. Like history revolves in the center outside of you and your perceptions of reality. People Black people was getting phased in the twenties during the jazz era, right now with the slick back and the the jail and stuff, and then we we was getting fades. Like that's a fade. What y'all was doing that didn't happen to like the forties and fifties in the military. And that's a buzz cut. So I'm like, why do I know your history better than you? Stop being just. All right, y'all. Listen, we appreciate y'all checking us out. This is episode 155 of the Talk My Creo podcast. Listen, it's your boy Dante. Peace, y'all. It's kind of here, sort of here. We're going to see how that works out. Now, soon the room is here with the flyest jacket up in the land right now. I'm going to have to find a jacket. I swear to God, I am. Jacket's hot. Uh, KT up in the thing. Um, I, I, don't know. I, I don't know if I can call you an Usher fan right now, KT. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just messing with you. I'm messing with you. All right. We'll appreciate y'all. Y'all know what y'all do. Like, share. (laughs) Ursha, baby. Like, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff, man. Share, leave us a review. Uh, We appreciate the engagement that we're getting. This is episode 155 of the Talk My Credo podcast. Again, Dante, Nasud, Nuru, KT. They fly. They bless. Peace out, y'all. Discussions on society and culture. Find us on all streaming platforms. Oh, yeah. Happening on social media. And subscribe to us on YouTube and Talk My Credo.